Hi, this is David from ESL RPG. Please listen to the end for information about how you can help support and grow this podcast. Welcome to ESL RPG. On this week's episode, Alton goes crazy, getting on the road, and things going crash in the night. All right, list, stuff, ready to go, guys? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's get going. Yeah, let's go. Hitting the road again. Goodbye, Bob Jr. I guess we don't need you for this trip. We'll take you next time. What? Oh, okay, we're going to Vince before we leave. Kamoya wants to punch Bob Jr. What is it with you and wanting to punch Bob Jr.? What he done to you? Punching the, the undead cow. In the meantime, roll your attack roll. Yep, make your attack roll, dear. <laughs> note, note that Bob is going to punch you next. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> you do not need to check the AC. Roll the one. She rolled a twenty-one. She got a twenty-one. She got a twenty-one. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> Sorry, but it's hot, right? Undead cow. Yes, it's an undead cow who's like my children. Oh, punching an undead cow for you, moron. You can take taste. It's undead. It's undead. It's nothing but bones. It's got no taste. There. It's kind of up, so it's our. Alright. Roll your roll for your damage. Six. <laughs> We're getting PvP now. I'm gonna slap her. Ugh. Angry undead cow. Ugh. Well, before cow gets angry and undead, I'm slapping her. I rolled a natural 18. Good news is it's just 1d2 plus 3, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, take five damage, dear. Me? Yes, you. Yeah. Next. <laughs> what? I, think, I think it's the cow. Yes, it's the cow. It's about the cow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. What's that cow gonna do now? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna hit it, but tell me the attack. So eight. Eight. Yeah, eight does not hit her. Okay. So, back around to the, the Tomio. Are you seriously going to continue attacking? Mm. You're, you're going to continue attacking. Mm. Why? I need our drug. What? What? I think if, if the Bob Jr. is undead cow, we can get a very nice up from him. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> it's still cow, right? So we can get. It's a cow that's been dead for at least five years. So we can it's get. It's nothing but bones. You can't do nothing with it. That is good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Oh. Nine. Nine. Nine plus, plus five. So fourteen. It hits. Six. 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 Six damage again. Okay. It's still alive. You do not kill Bob Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Are none of you going to help here? Uh, I, I run over and I try to knock her out. I hit her over the head with... Oh, God. 
Yeah, I, hit, I, I punch her in the head. I'm just gonna roll my eyes and walk out of the door. <laughs> I'm sitting down with a amusing a face of amusement, just staring at this kebab. Yeah, I might come back with popcorn. I haven't decided yet. All right. So the monk gets a whole whopping three points of damage as get caught by a caught by a hole. Okay, you take three points of damage, so five plus three, and you roll to knock her in the head. Okay. Seventeen. What are you hitting her in the head with? Uh, can I use my bare hand? You can. It's going to be 1d2 plus your strength. Three with your strength. Three damage. Okay. Three more damage. So you're up to 11 damage. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to make sure this does not. Do you want to help? Yeah, I'll deal my lethal damage with my great sword. Okay. Make an attack roll. We're yeah. seriously doing this. I can die. Dear, is that why you're attacking Bob Jr. so you die so you don't have to go on? I know you're sleepy, but we do not have to kill your character for you to go you to can, sleep. You can choose to just, like, walk off. Yes, you can you walk can off. You can go back to the monastery. You can just be like, I'm tired of this. I'm going back to sleep. And you can just go to sleep. Your character can go take care of personal business. Why are you trying to sting Yes! Yes! <laughs> killing is more fun. Yes, but she's the one who's gonna die! Yes! <laughs> okay, make your attack roll. D20. Plus your great clubs to hit. Bonus. Okay, you hit. You hit. You hit. Okay. Eight damage. Die? Plus eight. No, you are not dead yet. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Okay. Um, I'm going to forego any magic or anything like that, and I'm just going to straight try and grapple her. Okay, so here's the funny part about being... <laughs> nice. I go to bear hug her, and I forget that she's only two feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the thing, Tomoyo. He, you get an attack of opportunity now. <sighs> because I am grappling you, you can now attack me as a reaction. No, I gave up. You gave up? She's not fighting back. <laughs> okay. What were you thinking? What are you doing punching this cow? In the monk? Uh, no, in the, in the temple? So, uh, cause God is good overdraft. So. It's a <laughs> Okay, has no thoughts! <laughs> here, here, tell you what, Alton. Can I pick you up? <laughs> okay. I pick Alton up and I stick her head where the cow's stomach would be, knowing it's an illusion. <laughs> One small problem. What? You still have an angry raging cow on your hands. Oh. Erwin, can you please do animal friendship or something to calm down Bob Jr.? <laughs> okay. Everybody involved in the fight needs a reflex save. Because okay. you're standing next to an angry raging cow. I got a 12. I got a 2. You weren't in the fight, though. 
Wait, wait, no, because I wait. I punched her. I didn't uh, fight the cow. Uh, okay. Did you? Did yeah, you just roll a d4? No, no, d20. Okay. Why would I roll it? Well, okay, <laughs> plus three because reflex save. Yeah, so it's five. Yeah, five. What do you get? Fourteen. Or when you did not do anything. No. Corgan, you did not do anything. No. Dear, please roll dexterity save. Yeah. Eleven. Okay, so it's not much damage. You just everybody ends up getting one point of damage because the cow is just kind of bucking and trying to make its way out, trying trying to find the nearest way out. I'm going to try and calm Bob Junior down. Maybe you can help with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd also like to play the music to help calm his nerves. Well, I'm going to roll animal handling, but you should have like an animal friendship spell or something like that. If that animal fails their intelligence save, that means they are automatically friendly to you. You combine that with speaking with animals and basically any suggestion you make to him, he's going to calm down and do. Yeah. But anyways, I'm first going to make an animal handling check and 17. All right. You got it. It's okay, Bob Jr. He was just being crazy. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, you were. You were okay. absolutely were crazy. Punching a, an undead cow for no bloody reason. Okay. I know they made it look like he's a real living cow, but let me show you something. You said in the temple you can use cow guts for herbal medicine, right? I, again, pick her up and put her into where the stomach area of the cow is. I don't slow down or anything. I just shove her. <laughs> I can see his guts directly. <laughs> all you see, once your head's inside, all you see is bones. Rib cage, hip bones, spine. It's an illusion. There's no real cow there. It's just the skeleton of a cow inside. No. Alright, you are going to time out back at the <laughs> monastery. Say hi to Brother Gomez for me. <laughs> you, hi. Okay, so... I should pick rest. Alton is not coming with us. She's going to the monastery to recuperate with Brother Gomez and the abbot who is unnamed. Leslie. Right, okay. Enough time wasted. Let's go. Yes, let's go. Let's get home already. I also point out, healing spells don't work on the cow. Don't ever use it. Yes, healing spells do yes, not work on the cow. Of Only necrotic damage will heal the cow, at least in this universe. So, do you know any necrotic damage spells? I only have... Wait, does everybody have level 2 spells? Uh, we should have level <laughs> 2 spells, yes. I My sheet only has the level 1. Oh, we did not choose... Level two spells for you, did we? Uh, probably not. Oh. Oops. Um. She's got necrotic. Oh, you've got necrotic spells. Uh, inflict wounds. Ah, uh, inflict wounds does damage. Yeah. Yes, good. Okay, so if you prepare inflict wounds, then you can heal Bob Junior by expending a spell slot. But. Either way, it doesn't matter right now because Bob Jr. is staying at the Mages University. He can, out of, out of game, he can use hit die to recover. <laughs> <laughs> he is not coming with us. 
just because that illusion is not perfected enough that it will pass for normal people. Bye, Bob Jr. <laughs> we'll come back and we promise we won't bring the crazy person to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you head out of town. First boat, nothing really happened. Just you walk in, nice day, you pass people, blah, blah, blah. Um, night falls. How are you guys doing watch? Uh, how are we doing watch? Well, okay, I say how are we doing watch, except for the fact that we do have two elves in the party. Yeah, I'll take a watch. I only gotta sleep for four hours anyway. The rest of us sleep for eight hours. You and Karen being elves sleep for only four. So she can take one watch, you can take another watch, and everyone will be fully rested. Yeah. Yep. That being said, though, before we go rest, uh, you can text me the results, but uh, Bob goes scavenging again. All right. Ooh, not so good. Thirteen. Thirteen, got it. Okay, um, did you text me the results, Vince? Not yet. I'm just I'm getting ready to roll those. Oh, okay, cool. Alright, so the dice say. Noted Vince, so let's get on to the second day. Alright. So, actually, we're not even going to make it to the second day. As soon as the person on watch comes back. Oh, wait a minute. Who's got first watch between you and Karen? It doesn't matter, because the dice say it have, the dice say you guys get jumped right in the middle of the, of the ship change. Okay. Okay. So, we're gonna be asleep, you're gonna have to wake us up. Mm-hmm. Alright, so for the, for the elves in the group, you need to both roll perception checks. Okay. Same time? Yes. So I need two. Okay. Oh, I need two. So, to the elves, you guys, actually roll an intelligence check. Fourteen. Fourteen, okay. Well, you guys definitely hear a sound of a very, of a very large armored thing coming your way. When I say large, it sounds like it stands taller than Dave's character. Something is coming, wearing armor, and it's even taller than Bob. Yes. Meanwhile, though, Bob is sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) Watch out, everybody! Something is coming! What? What What are you on about? Yeah, ring the alarm bell or whatever the hell we have set up. What's that about, doorbell? Because we're not going to be able to take this too fast. What are y'all yelling about? Be quiet, it's night time! <laughs> now, what are you yelling on about? Yeah, but I heard something's coming to us. What did you hear? Some footsteps. Big footsteps. We are gonna have to draw up a map, I think. Possibly. Although, it does take time to draw a map, so let's see if we can avoid this fight before the fight starts. Alright, so, so you guys want to try to avoid the fight then? Well, it's up to the people who woke us up because we're still groggy and confused as to what's going on. <laughs> so, my Karen, what do you tell us? 
All we know is what we've said. Something is coming, and it's big. All right, so get ready, get quiet, what? Heading straight for us, or is it just kind of passing by the forest? It's it's searching. It's searching. It doesn't know where you guys are, but it's searching. You can tell it's spirit, you know, pushing things over, pulling things up. Probably looking for us. Or at least it's looking for something, so just bedding down and trying to keep quiet is not going to work. But there's only one of them, so a large enough group should be able to take it down. All right, Vince, tell me the area where we've set up camp. I'm assuming we've not set up camp near one of those rest areas. Probably. Uh, that's, that's up to you guys. What rest areas? But it's about a few miles on the main road to the rest areas. No guards. Why didn't we stop at one of those? Whatever. You know, it would be more interesting if we did not stop at a rest area, but at the same time, did we stop at a rest area? Even though they're every hour, I don't see why we wouldn't have. I mean, do we have any reason not to stop at a rest area? Unless they charge an exorbitant I, I think we, I think we, we did. Makes more sense, because we're <coughs> traveling from one town to another, so there's bound to be rest areas in between, right? Okay, I'm making an assumption here, Vince. The rest area has a guard post, roughly uh, three squares by five squares, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's it's enough to it's enough to uh, four guards a station, and they have bunk they have two bunk beds set up. So. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Yes, we have to put four humans in. With I'm going to say a door facing towards the road this way. And road, and we are somewhere camped around here in the back. Okay. All right. Any trees? Any? Yeah. See, there's there's some trees, but they're they're cut back a ways. But um, okay, trees are cut back a ways. There's it's maybe a quarter mile between uh ten ten areas trees, so it's not far. It's just it's not right there. To be more accurate, though, it's far enough that it will not show up on a map that only goes out to two or three hundred feet. Yes. Okay, I'm going to erase those trees I drew then. But that also means that we do not have places to hide, really. So this is going to get interesting. Alright, so I guess if the thing is still in the trees, we do have enough time to get inside the guard station and just, like, run away from it. That is a possibility. Alright, better question. How many folk are there out here, other than us? There are six other people, and they all seem to be of a fighting class of some sort. You know, war chief, or, you know, sorcerer, or fighter. Whatever it is, it sounds like they could pretty much hold their own, so they're not, you know, they're not small children. That's good, they're not small children. <laughs> But that being said, we've got six travelers, four guards, and the problem is this 15 feet by 25 feet with two double bunk beds, that space would have to fit everybody here for us to hide. So let's play human Tetris. <laughs> While we also play Rally the People Quietly. 
And the six travelers are one group or a couple of different groups? Uh, two different groups. Looks like one, looks like three are going your way, three are going the way you can, and three are going back to where you can. Okay, so the important information there is in two separate places. Alright, these three over here, these three over here, just to keep it easy. They're sleeping somewhat farther away. Oh, these, one sleeping here, one sleeping here, two on watch inside. Alright. So, rolls for moving silently, if there is a thing. Oh, there's a roll for moving silently, stealth check. D20 plus stealth. Eight. Hooray! Off to a great start. <laughs> Off to a great start! <laughs> whenever I need it, whenever it counts, I never get a good one. Okay, I got a 16. I got a 14 plus 4, 18. Alright. I got a 12. I got 2. I got an 8. Wow. There's a 2 picks up an entire bag of pans and just throws them. <laughs> Why were you sleeping with the cooking equipment? I'm the one who cooks! <laughs> I wanted to make some good breakfast, don't blame me. Will we still have the chance to play Human Tetris? Will we find out what is in the woods? And are we actually ending on a cliffhanger? Tune in next time to find out. Thank you for listening to ESL RPG. This podcast is recorded at MT English School in Toyama, Japan. Real quick, we'd like to say thank you to our patrons. So, thank you to our patron, King Michael, first of his name, master of Cherry Hafweissens, and ruler of the Land of Awesome. Hi, this is David from ESL RPG. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us by becoming a patron on Patreon at ESL RPG. Patrons get access to such benefits as updates on the future of the podcast, voting on one-shots, and access to full, unedited recordings. Also, if you are a game master or like role-playing, we recommend our friend Matt's Patreon at Milby's Maps. He creates massive maps for fantasy games, including castles and whole cities. If you like what you see, consider supporting him. Finally, one of the biggest ways you can support this podcast is by recommending it to any friends who might be interested. If you know someone who likes games, is studying English, or is looking for ideas for their classroom, let them know about us. Every new listener helps. Thanks for all the help, and see you next time!